Today on our show, we're counting down our most anticipated films of 2023. Let's go, boy. Welcome to episode 408 of the Countdown Podcast. My name is Wayne. And my name is Paul. Welcome to the podcast with Countdown Stuff. Today, films, again, in order of awesomeness, so you don't have to. And the most anticipated films of the year is an annual episode that we do where we let you know what we think is going to rock. No, no, hope will rock. <laughs> yeah, sure. That I, too. That we too. anticipated. We've certainly been wrong. Oh, well, fuck it. Eh? <laughs> I've, I've been wronger than anyone. More wrong. <laughs> Be wronger than the wrong man wronger. on the wrongest day is wrong, wrong life. That's right. Yes. Uh, look, that's absolutely the case. We often and do get it wrong, but uh, you get to look, look back on this episode, if you're listening to this at the end of 2023 or somewhere in the future beyond that, where we say the films with today and then you go, oh, Boy, that was a stinker. Exactly. You can let us know. That's fine. Let us know. We'd love to hear from you in the future, future whoever you are, future listener. Let us know where we fucked up because right. that is going to happen. And I get burned all the time, even when I'm right. So here we <laughs> are. We're good. <laughs> Pretty straightforward film has to come out this year. That's what we're going to be talking about and why we think it's going to, we hope it's going to rock. That's the show. Going pretty much off the trailer or any news we might have heard yeah. collaterally because we haven't seen shit. We so. will talk it through. Oh, uh, well, there's no recount again because we're recording really fucking early yeah, this week. Paul's jet setting again, so we've got to bank a few episodes. I'm going away. So we have to get this one out there early. So let's get straight into it. Then. Let's have this music cue the top 10, our top 10 most anticipated films of 2023. Top 10 most anticipated films of 2023 is the subject of this week's countdown. Now, Wayne, how about I lead this away? Yeah, man, you go. This particular week, because I tried to order this by the amount, not just the amount of information, but like if I didn't know anything about it, I'd seen fuck all about it. You go lower on the list. It's gone lower on the list. Me too, me too. That was kind of the way I, I looked at it, but... Then high on the list of films, which I'm like, oh. the ones that your dick is like out, man. Yeah, like yeah. you're just fucking, yeah. That's that's your number ones. Absolutely. When there are skirts being blown up and erections being engorged, then you have to put those ones high on the list. But my number ten film then is a prequel to two fantastic horror films, Wayne. Fuck both of which <laughs> you liked. In fact, the first one of which, at least, and maybe the second one as well, were both in your top ten films of the year. What horror series, Wayne? could have a prequel which you have ranked so highly. Conjuring? No. Okay. A Quiet Place, colon, a day Ooh. one. What? There's another one? Mm. What? All we know about it is it's a prequel detailing the origins of the creatures in A Quiet Place, which is fascinating because we saw them Didn't coming... did already see that? Well, we saw them coming out of the air in that really cool shot in the second one. Yeah. So implying that they're aliens, but maybe there's more to it. Now, the only two star uh, cast members that we have announced that clearly so far is Lupita Nyong'o and Joseph Quinn. Wait, wait, Jake Ray's in it? No, no. Well, no, Emily? Spoilers for the first Quiet Place film if you haven't seen the damn thing yet. It's pretty hard. I guess it's a prequel. No, no, well, we know why number two could have him in it because it was a flashback, but yes. this is a flashback again. No, this is not even directed by him. It's oh! written by him Oh, either. they took the shit off him. Yeah, that, no, well, they, well, he, he gave it, it away. He sold it, yeah, or whatever. And he's given it to the guy who directed Pig. Oh. Well, Michael look, I haven't seen Pig. Sarnowski. But- 
Right. Yeah. Look, uh, how does that fill you with confidence, Paul? People love pig. <laughs> people, not to you. Eat it. And to, <laughs> you know, unless you're the religion doesn't allow that stuff to happen. But look, I thought pig was utterly fine and not good at all. Uh-huh. So I'm fascinated by what he can do in a genre film like this. So the fact that the first two films, he's still a producer, John mm-hmm. Krasinski, so I, he's still involved in it. Okay. I'm still very, clearly, very, very keen to see this film, but we have heard nothing more about it than those bits of tidbits of information that I provided with you. So it can't go any higher than 10 on my list because we haven't seen a trailer, we just don't know enough. Okay, I can't imagine. So do we even know how far back it goes? No, no right? It just says the origins of the creatures. Oh, this is like a... But I just thought if they're aliens and just crashed, that's the origins, but... What are we? What this are we doing? This is like some anthology. I don't know, like Walking Dead kind of offshoot kind of shit, right? I don't know. We don't know. We well, don't. It's part know. of the world. Part of real. So it's, it's all, all right. part of the Quiet Place universe. Well, look, given the pedigree, uh, I exactly. see why. I see why you're interested. So, and the the theater experience of these films not going to change because it's a prequel. Like, obviously, it might take a little bit longer to get into it. Once it does, it can be just as fucking tense as long as Michael Sarnowski is half the director that Krasinski is. Hmm. Yeah, keen as. All right. Nice one. My number 10 is a little bit of a weird one. My first two are actually a little bit weird. But I saw trailers for this and I started researching it the other day. It's a French movie, Paul. What? It's called The Three Musketeers. Oh, for fucks. Have you heard of this? No. All right, check it out. No, listen, listen, listen. <sighs> you and your fucking penchant. Hang on, cunty. It's, a, it's, got, it's got Eva Green, Vincent Cassell. And, and then a French film? Oh, Vincent Cassell, of yeah, course, yeah. but Eva Green. Eva Green's Irish, but she can probably speak French. Um... <laughs> And then the other actors are some French cunts. But if the... <laughs> it's fuck your ass. Get your ass. All right, so here's what it is. Welcome to the soundboard. According to Fox Law <laughs> um, according to the trailer, it's essentially, it is your Three Musketeers story. However, it Yawn. interests me. What? is good, Paul. And it's about... This is, is what there anything the... special about this version of the, yeah. of the Three Musketeers? Yeah, if you look at the trailer, <laughs> you're going to laugh at this. There's scenes where... It looks like better than normal action. For example, you want those pistol muskets, Paul. So not the musket rifle, but a pistol, right? Um, There's a shot where this dude is in a forest and motherfuckers are rolling down on him from two different sides. So he pulls the pistol musket, it goes kaboom, blams it, and then does a pistol musket flip in the air, (laughs) catches the barrel of it, and throws it at another motherfucker. That kind of shit. Why do they need to throw it to get his finger out of the guard? Well, they only have one-shotters. They they only shoot once. But but, but why didn't he just... Throw it at the guy. Why do you have to flip it? Because he had to shoot. Because it's cool, Paul. Right. That's right. Also, you might argue that the butt of the gun is heavier than the other one. Gives you a better balance for a throw. The point is, it's cool, Paul. If I had to do that shit, you know I'd be flipping like a motherfucker. Probably drop it and die. Doesn't matter. (laughs) You don't want to go like a bitch. (laughs) Well, you probably would if you did that. That would be going up. But this is interesting, Paul. It's actually released in two parts. So no. No, hang on. Part one is called D'Artagnan, and that comes in Easter 2023. And then the part the second one is called Milady, which is probably about Evergreen. And that's in Christmas 2023. So two come out in one year. I don't know really what's going on, Paul, but it looks very cool and interesting. And uh, I'm it's sword fighting, bitch. Ain't no sh- that's the shit. Do we you like sword fighting, bitch? No? <laughs> I like sword fighting, bitch. Yes. <laughs> So there you are, the Three Musketeers. Wow. Look out for that trailer and tell me what you think of the pistol flip. Okay. <laughs> All right. My number nine. Let's get this back to, well, no, actually not really some semblance of reality because it's a Nicolas Cage film and there's no oh reality around Nicolas Cage. Which one are you talking My about? My number nine film, I watched the first 70 seconds of this two and a half minute trailer and turned it off because I'm like, don't need to see any more. I am in. 
Renfield. Renfield. Yeah. <laughs> directed by someone named Chris Mackay, who... Oh, he directed the Batman Lego movie and the Tomorrow War. Yeah, I've heard of him. Okay, so he's got some pedigree there. Both of those films are pretty good. Wait, did you not see the whole trailer? No. Ooh, but I, I saw did. the first ridiculous geyser of gore. And my, ah, they've gone over the top. And Nicholas Holt, I like Nicholas Holt. Nicholas yeah, Holt like is Holt too. great. He's cool. In fact, at the point of the trailer I'm up to, I hadn't even seen Nicholas Cage as Dracula. So Renfield, obviously about the, the famous kind of lackey. Lackey, manservant, yep. um, man-at-arms, something, not really. Um, of, of, of Dracula. Of Dracula, who does what he does in the hope that he might, homunculus, who might eventually be turned into... A vampire himself. Familiar, I think they call it. Familiar, that's yes, the yes. word. Um, not quite the right word. Yeah. Uh, I, I understand, based on what I've seen from the trailer, not to spoil it, but uh, Dracula does imbue him with certain powers that are temporary. Yeah, which he gets, which he gets from super strength a power. Spider. And he does, yeah, he, so he, he intervenes in a, in a robbery and he literally Fuck destroys these, these robbers and in so doing attracts the attention of someone named Rebecca Quincy, played by... It's Your favorite. Very hard to believe Your that he favorite. would fall for her, Aquafina. Does he fall for her? Well, I Is think that's a heavy implication that he's now keen on her, and that he, now he'll be drawn. But that's again the first seventy seconds. Don't know. I stopped it at that point because I'm in. Mean, this film looks hilariously over the top and gory and stupid. I understand. And keen. I will, yeah, I will tell you that there is a there's seemingly interesting action. It's sort of a a flippy, kicky kind of move that Nicholas Holt does, which looks quite good on the screen. So I'm I'm on board with that. And of course, this is Nicholas Cage as Dracula. As Dracula, but this, also This could in- be the greatest Dracula since Gary Oldman. <laughs> well, I don't know. Um the but he's embracing his comedy roots, which is something I like. So he goes and does that unbearable weight of thingy talent thingy. Yep. And now he's doing this good Nicholas because at this stage oh, basically shit out of straight you should to video, try and be funny. Exactly. C grade action thrillers. Right. It's okay for us to laugh at you if that's what you were going for. Yes. So yeah, you're good. Good. Okay. Nice one. Excellent. My number nine, uh, another left fielder, but uh, I did come across it. Now this is called. It's a film called Knights of the Zodiac. Huh. Yeah, now get Never this. Heard this. Yeah, well, neither had I. I had a look into it, and apparently, Knights of the Zodiac is an anime, which is very, very popular. They've now turned it into a film. Check out the cast list, Polly. Famke Jansen, Sean Bean, who I assume will die. <laughs> um, uh, Mark DeCascos, remember that guy? Remember that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Nick Stahl. Okay. You know, he's from Terminator Three. Yeah. He was the guy. He was John Connor. Anyway. It is about this. It's called. It says. Oh, so the the blue. It's not the greatest cast in the world, by the way. Did you realize you just said a whole bunch of no, Pumpkin no. Jensen so far past it. Her plastic has fallen off her plastic face. I would still hit that. Now the <laughs> point is, it says here when a goddess of war reincarnates in the body of a young girl, street orphan Saya discovers that he is destined to protect her and save the world, but only if he can face his own past and become a knight of the zodiac. Now, if you look at the trailer, Paul, it's it's, it's a, like us. I, it's a chop socky sort of like a fucking. <laughs> it's like a yeah. It's, it's fine. It's I'm sure fine. You can say that. I can say it, it's fine. So- <laughs> He's Asian, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, but I can still say it. It's not that offensive. Um, the, it is all martial artsy and fantasy and all sort of armor appearing out of nowhere kind of cool shit. It actually looks kind of cool, but the trailer is very short, so it doesn't give away a lot. So I imagine it's, you know, still pre or whatever, but I think it looks kind of cool, Paul. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. I am willing to say to you that these two that I've talked to so far, could easily be a piece of shit. Yeah, well. But I am anticipating it based on the trailer and what I've seen. So oh, man, You're always taking a chance on these things. We can't guarantee any of these things are great because I haven't seen them. Well, if you look at the context, 
This is actually a to this me is a bigger gamble the most. No, it is because it, to me, I've never even heard of the series. But a lot the people who love the series, it's like that Dragon Ball ass thing that people love, right? It's like um, it's just it's got a big following, and for it to be, it looks like it's a sort of. Do an you Asian- like Dragon Ball Z? Vote for me. <laughs> no, if you've got like um, it's it looks like an Asian film, but it's it's saddled some white people in the cast that you know. So and 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 Mark DeCascos. Right. So you know, it's we've, that we've had no crossovers for our first two. No, we're, we're going to have fun. Are you prepared? It's going to be crossover. Do you think it'll be crossovers in, in the latter part of this list? There'll be crossovers in two seconds. I reckon, I reckon we've got one, two, three, four, four. At least. Okay. All right. My number eight is a film. <laughs> a sequel again. I'd love to. Well, Renfield, I guess, was a, as a, a new intellectual property, though it's kind of based on Dracula. My number eight is a sequel to a film which I was in my top ten films of Two last year, I think so. Yeah, and it's from a director who we love to say his name on this podcast, Denis Villeneuve. No oh God, it's June Colin Part Two. Oh, of course, I was blown away by the first one. It is. I need to buy this on 4K and watch it on my new 83 inch LG C2 TV. Are you playing at home? Check it off. Paul has mentioned his TV. <laughs> Done. Cannot wait to see this on, on the big screen. I'm very very excited. I thought I would hate the first one. I tried to read that book. I was bored shitless, but that film did it for me. You didn't like it, right? Now, here's what happened. Okay. I was like, okay, so this is kind of interesting, this film. And it's in, like, it, it, basically with Dune, if you know the lore of the book, or even if you've seen the. Um, the but it's David got Rebecca Ferg in it. Yeah, don't get me wrong. That was good. But like, once you understand what I gather from talking to a bunch of people who berated me after I said I wasn't that keen on it. <laughs> They were telling Correctly. me about well, you know how like things like that 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 force field that they have. If you know that this thing actually repels bullets, but you there's a way of fighting where you can get through the force field with bladed weapons, and that's why they all have blades. Shit like that. If all of that stuff, if you know all of that, and you see the way it's represented in this one, great. Now the problem that I had, or the mistake rather that I made, was that I did not see it on a big screen. Yeah, and that apparently we're rectifying that this year, my friend. Yes, I'll see the we're second going one. Going to big see the second screen. one. We're reviewing it for the show. Here's the cast. Just to just to put it in perspective, go on. Timothy Chalamet, Chalamet, Zendaya, <laughs> Rebecca Ferguson, Javier Bardem, Florence Pugh, Christopher Walken, Walken, Austin Butler, really Josh honest. Brolin, Stellan Skarsgård, Dave Bautista, Lea Sudo, who mm. was in, of course, No Time to Die, mm-hmm. Charlotte Rampling, Wow, Tim Blake Nelson, like. Holy shit. It's quite the cast. That is a cast and a half. Especially since the other one, it wasn't greenlit because they had to wait till the first one was a hit before they mm. actually did this. So, look, I love Denny Vigny. What, what was that movie you did that I did not like? The fucking black and white one? Um, well, it was, uh, anyway, I don't know what it was. But everything else he's done. Arrival, I love. Um, obviously, mm. the uh, Sicarios, I love that. Sicario was good. The first one, the second one he didn't do. He didn't do this, right? But um, no, I, I do like Prisoners, his work. So. Prisoners, what a good Enemy, show. Blade Runner 2049. Yeah. See, no, I'll, I'll watch his shit. It's moody as hell. So I'm down. Okay. That's my number eight. June, but two. How are you, June? <laughs> um. <laughs> we are scraping the bottle barrel. Yeah, yeah. We're it's only late, late, everyone. 18 minutes in. <laughs> All right. My number eight is a, a, a movie which has been. Well, there's come consternation between me and my cousins who live in Singapore. Ooh. They are convinced this will be a piece of shit. I, on the other hand, think it looks quite promising. I'll be the deciding vote. Okay. Eh, interesting. It's Dungeons and Dragons. Oh. Honor Among Thieves. Slightly higher on my list. 
fact, oh. considerably. This is your eight? Eight, yeah. Uh, they're way higher, man. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, now Paul used to play Dungeons and Dragons, yeah. everyone. And so did I with hey, him. Cousins of Singapore, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, this is the thing. They said, oh, this looks shit. I was like, actually, I think it looks great. I'm looking at the trailer. We saw it the other Watch night. Watched it last, the other night, yep. Yeah, okay. Well, it's about the popular role-playing game. It's getting a reboot, okay? We have directors John Francis Daly and Jonathan Gilstyle, who apparently did Game Night. Oh, that's a good film. Which would explain why the trailer is quite funny. And okay? Vacation. I like Vacation. Vacation's funny. Yeah? Yeah. yeah I never the remake okay. of the Chevy Chase film? Yeah, with Ed Helms. Okay. Yep. And uh, there's like this, you know, it's Chris Pine, so that's great. Michelle Rodriguez, Hugh Grant, Roger jean Paul. Uh, he's from Bridgerton. Um, <laughs> and I and think... That was a moment, ladies and gentlemen, where people start giving me shit for my pronunciation. <laughs> mine was with, with theatre. Okay, so, yeah, based on the trailer, looks right. I think the CGI looks fine. I am with you 100%. I think the tone of this film has nailed it based yes, on this trailer. Because if you go hack and slash and try and be serious and call in the barbarian... No one's pa- take... People will laugh their asses exactly. off. Exactly. And the gag of the trailer is, after all of this, I'm a planner, I'm a this, it turns out the lead is a bard. Yes. That's the one that he everyone gives shit music. to. He's got a fucking mandolin loot shit thing. But it's Chris Pines, who's charming as fuck, which makes sense. Exactly. He's a bard, because that's Plus the whole he's thing. Gorgeous, Charisma Paul. through the roof. Absolutely. So I'm down with the whole thing. Uh, I don't know when it's coming out. Oh, so March those, 31. Some of those trailers, for us, I think it's first week in April. Some of those trailers are, sorry, trailers, shots in the trailer. Are absolutely agree completely incredible. Absolutely, like that bit where she steps through some portal and it's from the ground up and, and the it swings, spins. The ca- yeah, spins the camera. That's, that's beautiful. Cans, good shit, man. Yeah. I know. I'm down with this. Fuck it. Fuck cousins. Of course, after it comes out, and it's, maybe it's a bit yeah, yeah. Cool. Okay. Well, well, maybe will right. You can email us <laughs> countdownpodcast at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Twitter, the countdown PC, and other places like that to tell us how wrong. We were. Most deaf. That is my number eight. All right. First cross over there. My cross up there. My number seven might be on your list. This is the one I was like, yeah, I wasn't sure. It's the third film in a sequel, Lego sequel trilogy. Uh-huh. This one, not directed by Ryan Coogler. This one, I don't even think the second one was, now that I think about it. Uh, this is Creed, Creed 3. Creed 3. Okay. Not on my list, ah, but an honorable mention. Here's the thing, Paul. These revenge boxing films. Never really been a fan. Um, yeah, Rocky was fine. Oh, oh! I'm thinking I liked Rocky Five. Hey, oh! So, um, who the it, fuck is this guy? No, no, I do like them, but like, I don't know. Uh, look, I, I'm sure it's gonna be great. I love Jonathan Majors. Okay, I think Michael B. Jordan's actually directing this one. He's directing this one. Yeah. Yeah. So it does look fine. It's just just slightly out of my ten. That's all. I'll, I'll definitely go see it. But this whole, you know, the guy comes out of prison and we used to be brothers, man. We used to be best friends. And now I hate you for some reason. And now I'm going to take everything you had. And now we're going to go in the ring and... Okay? I've kind of been there a little bit before. Warrior did it a lot better. But... um, Hang on. Sorry, we don't know. You're right. You're right. We don't know how good it is. I'm not ragging on it. I'm still keen to see it. And it is an anticipated film of mine. It just fell out because I think I've seen that plot before. All no, good. I'm know. sure it'll be great. Six to seven weeks from now, we will be reviewing this film and we'll get to find out how, hopefully, wrong one is. Or if, or if I'm wrong and I'm like, oh, God. Boy, no, I'm, totally sure it'll, right. I'm sure it'll be good. Like, And if he does anything like that shot in Creed where there's the, the, the oneer yeah, of, the one. of the fight, that'll that'll sell the whole thing for me. I think casting Jonathan Majors as the guy who's got a beef who he used to know he came up with and he tries to ride his coattails but then this feels so much more organic and real than anything in the original Rocky series including your beloved Rocky fucking five 
Um, yeah, but that was Clubber Lang back then. It was Mr. T and shit. It was a different time. You know what I mean? Over here, first of all, I love Jonathan Majors, so I, I, pro- I agree with you. It's probably he's, he's a great actor, and I love his shit. So, yeah, I'm on board. I'm on board. Keen as this one. I hope. Like, I like the second one. I think the first one is a brilliant The first film. one is a fucking masterpiece. So so you're down for that one? Yeah. But you don't like the revenge element? Oh, no, no, it's not that I don't like it. It's just that it, the first one, I didn't know what to expect and Sly was in it. You know, is Sly in this one? Sly's in the second one. No, he's not in this one. Rocky is gone from proceedings and that's been a slight bit of controversy. So I'm keen again to see what that means. Will that really harm? And I think it has to harm it, right? So give me some Sly, then I'll be more interested. But okay, all right. Let's find out how they write him out. I hope they just don't say in the past, like, oh, your Rocky died. He bought the farm, yeah. Yeah, that would fucking suck. Well, they'd have to because how, why else wouldn't he be no, there? No, they just need to say, like, Rocky retired and he's moved on and, and that'd be fine. Don't okay. kill him off screen. Do not fucking do that shit because I will hate on this film if you do if that. If I know Sliced alone, he will have gone, you don't kill me, I'm just backing out. No, no, exactly. So he's just, yeah, yeah, yeah. When he, when he did his arm in that car accident, he just couldn't train no more and something like that, you know. Okay. So. All right, what's your number seven? My number seven is John Wick 4. Oh, fucking so low. Yeah, I knew you'd have this problem. Uh, this is... Low, um... low, 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 low. <laughs> okay, so, everyone. John Wick, the trilogy, is one of the greater trilogies. However... The best action trilogy of all time. Fuck no. All right, fuck What's better? No. Uh, one that didn't have that shitty second one? Oh, fuck off. Okay. Fuck uh, off. Oh, John, you lost your car, did you? I guess we'll just make a whole movie about that. And also, every move you do it, you make will be the same fucking move. I stand there you go. motherfucker. <laughs> May I say, though, that the third one I thought was essentially the best of the three. Gangster. Yeah, because that was... And what I'm seeing in this trailer here is that it's basically the same thing. The synopsis says, With a price on his head, ever-increasing legendary hitman John Wick takes his fight against the high-table global as he seeks out the most powerful players in the underworld from New York to Paris to Japan to Berlin. Okay, so it's the same thing. So I'm pretty sure it's not the last one either. I'm pretty sure this is like set the table for the last one. John so Wick 5. it's a Quinn thingy thing? Yeah, yeah. okay. Uh, well, this one looks to be quite fly. Now, I'm seeing in the trailer, I think it's Donnie Yen. I could be wrong, but it looked like him in the trailer. And I'm like, well, that's kind of cool. You know, because the you other are one... correct. Yeah, the last one ended on Bill a Bill Skarsgård, Clancy Brown... Yes, I believe... Yeah. All um, the people from previous ones. Scott Atkins is in this one too. He's a pretty good uh, action... Yep, and Deadwood's in it as well. Yeah, um, of course, Ian McShane's yep. in it. And I just, I just skipped over people who are still alive from the previous I'll ones. be honest with you. I forgot... I, I remember the last one, how it ended with the blam blam and he fell over the thing and then they picked him up and it's like, hey, you want to go... You know, that kind of thing. That was Hiroki cool. Sonata. I uh, know that guy. He's, he's in like everything from Bullet Train as the dad... Of the guy. Ah, uh, yes, yep. yes, yes, yes. I know the guy. To Army of the Dead, to Mortal Kombat, to Avengers, Endgame, to Life, to Last Samurai. We get it. Yeah. All right. So in this film, from the trailer, it looks like a stylish final fight, much like the, fir- the number three. But this one is incorporating both guns and swords and deflecting bullets uh, with the, the swords. You've got swords involved, as we've already heard. Wayne is so barred up, it's like he has a sword himself. Well, I think you'll find, <laughs> Paul, as a guy who regularly de- deflects Nerf bullets with swords, <laughs> you can imagine my anticipation and maybe the need to school some motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? By regularly, what we mean is one out of two. And when the person shooting the Nerf bullet at you is such good aim, he hits your sword before it moves. I think you'll find what happened was you fired towards my sword and I was smart enough not to move it. <laughs> See, if I had moved it out of the way, that would have been wrong. So, you know. Check out our Instagram feed. Yes, and for a video of me deflecting yeah. a Nerf bullet that Paul fired with an actual sword. 
I didn't fight with Sorbet. He's selected a win. But yes, all right. It's criminally low, but that's I'm glad at least we list our first cross up. No, second cross up of today. John Wick. If they change up his moves, colon, it's all good, Paul. This could be the four. movie of the world. Yeah, for all we know. This, that trilogy. This trilogy is so fucking good. I, I crap my pants at how good that trilogy is. How old's Keanu these days? What do you reckon? He's 55? 50. Yeah, he's in his mid to late 50s. Legend. Absolutely amazing in terms of his physical prowess. My number six is where I've got a horror film, so it's not in the list, Wayne. It is Scream 6. Yeah, I thought you might have this This might have been high, if not this for the fact... This is quite high already. We lost Neve Campbell because they weren't going to pay her enough and she took a stand and hats off to her. Nevertheless, we have established a couple of other characters in Scream 5 that we can now carry a legacy forward with. The spoilers is that, are they all, for are Scream they? 5. So, so Courtney Cox, I don't know if she's even credited the film. I'm going to look right now. She is in the film. So we've still got Gail Weathers in the film and then we're on top of that we've got... The other surviving characters, uh, Sam and Tara Carpenter from the previous film. Right. Don't including Jenna Ortega, who is the it girl at the moment, thanks to Wednesday. So, Oh, really? Yeah. I, and oh, and this is well known. So if you don't know this, then you're not a Scream fan. Hayden Pantier. Pantier? Yeah. The, from the cheerleader from Heroes, Heroes. Who got killed, supposedly, in Scream 4. I think it was at 3. I forget which one it was. I never remember. She's now back in this one. Because we never saw her character dead, dead on the ground. So... That's a that's a big thing. I think maybe she might be picking up the the Sydney mantle after Heroes. That's done. Nothing, fuck all. Nothing, right? Ah, cool. And then so this is nice to see her. You know, I guess having another role. Um, Sorry, I'm, I realise I should know which one she was in, but they all blend together for oh, me. Oh, fucking, they all blend together for me too. Four do. Screen four. Cool. Is the way it goes. By the way, have you been watching Wednesday? I watched the first episode. I was insane enough. Wife wasn't that interested. Daughter is keen as, but she doesn't want wife doesn't want daughter to watch it. So yeah, you don't want your daughter to turn into a golf ball. <laughs> <laughs> But maybe I wanted to dance, dance, dance with their hands. hands. Is that is that in the yeah. Okay, okay. I'll take your word for it. All right. My number six, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Yeah, not on my list. Yeah, I have Honor- a Honorable mentions. Can I ask you this, Paul? Any Marvels on your list? No. Oh, shit. Okay, this is where our list, like, departs. Okay. Because, ladies and gentlemen. I am so fucking over. We'll do them. We're going to do them for the show. We're doing... I won't mention the other After you, your shitty horror movies, you're definitely yeah, yeah. doing the cool we're doing, we're, doing, we're, doing, we're doing it. We're doing it. There's no question. But Phase 4 eliminated my interest in this whole universe. Um, look, I get it. And I get why uh, there's folks that feel much the same way. But it doesn't... To eliminate the whole thing, this is essentially well, our Star Wars, Paul. Like, it knocked Guys of Galaxy down to my probably number... I've got to hear my mentions that number 11... But I forgot about Scorsese's new movie, Knights of the Flower Moon, which will probably be on number 11. So let's call it number 12. Because my James Gunn affection and fanboyness outstrips my annoyance at Marvel Scorsese. Cinematic Universe. Oh. So I'm saying, yes, of all of the... Gu- well, there's only two films out this year. And this is one of them. This is my my preferred. Absolutely. And so now this one here, we have... Because, okay, like, the best thing about James Gunn is how he's... So good with the music. I mean, he's, he's great with the writing and all that sort of stuff here. We all got the Chris Pratt and going on, but for them to use that Space Hog song in this trailer, that that thing, that's fucking cool. And it makes the trailer look great. Now, it would seem, if you watch this trailer, to be suggesting to you that Rocket dies. And I don't know this. Oh, okay. The way it looks, it's, it seems to be suggesting to that. But oh, of I've course, watched this trailer once. Yeah, I'm sure that it's Drax that's going to buy the farm just quietly. What was the, what was the, tra- what was the song? In the meantime, by Space Hog, I believe. Oh, I just downloaded that the other day. Excellent. That's not a 70s song. What's going on? I know, but the, the way he plays it in this trailer, because he's sampling it, 
He makes it sound so much cooler than the actual song. Sounds I would great. Song's fine. Okay. <laughs> but then this this makes it great, if you ask me. Right. So there we go. Um Just so some music to put on the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, do that, do that. So uh yes. Uh, Guardians Volume Three, my number six. Right. Surprising there. We're gonna flip straight back to you for my your number. Five because my number five is Dungeons and Dragons colon honor among thieves. Fair bam, pick it, bam, pick it, bam, bam, bam. I do actually remember that little riff from the trailer. Well done. Um, okay, my number five <laughs> is Ant Man and the Wasp's Quantum Mania oh, Son. God. All right, so hang on a second. Yes, I'm still a Marvelite, Paul. Couldn't okay. Care. Now, when not even on my people, when Marvel releases a film, I'm the first bitch in line. Even when they turn out shit like the Eternals. Okay. <laughs> so here, this seems like the film to introduce this phase of Thanos. I believe Joe and John Me Me is actually the bad Get guy. Get on in with this. it. So we spent a whole fucking phase, which is the longest phase of all, by the way, bending our wheels to do what? Look, phase four was a misstep. Right? Mm. I'm happy to I'm admit glad to hear that. You say that. I did like I still had a good time at Shang-Chi. I still had a good time at some other shit like that. But there was nothing like Well, there phase was no three. through line necessarily. They were you're right. It was given the the purposefulness of the phases one to three, mm-hmm. phase four had no kind of purpose. It was just here's some more movies. But I had a good time. And TV anyway. shows up the way. Hey! Yeah, I had a good time with some of them. So uh, but this year, this is a cool trailer with and now here you go. And again with the music poll, they're using Goodbye Yellow Brick Road in the back of this thing. And spoilers, ladies and gentlemen, here's a little inside baseball for you. That is Paul and Mai's go-to mm, karaoke, karaoke song. song. One time we performed it at a karaoke session where there were music students, Probably female music ones, students. <laughs> in the audience. And we were young. <laughs> and those female music students who killed in their own no, performance. Look, okay, we really need to set this up now. I understand you've all heard me sing no, no, at the no. opening of this, of this show. I just matched Wayne's tone, and that's all good when he's doing that. So Wayne is the talent. I am the hack. No, no, no. Good. But now I've acknowledged that. Moving on. I, I disagree. At the time, we nailed it, and they came up to us and said that was the best performance of the night. And I was like, cool, and then failed to follow through um, because we were too young to ask yeah, for numbers. Yeah, yeah. Now, um, and I was with someone. <laughs> did, were you? Yeah. Ah, well. <laughs> that's yeah, my okay. excuse. I was sticking to it. No, no, that's good. That's good. So, but like back to this movie. Bill Murray's in it, weirdly. Really? Yeah. Uh, Michael Douglas, of course. Shell Shell Pfeiffer's is in it. Um, <laughs> now, the biggest problem with this movie, Paul, I can tell you right now from the it down trailer, for me. It's is, Marvel. No, it's Evangeline Lilly's bloody awful haircut. Oh, come on. Go look at the fucking trailer and tell me I ain't wrong. It's horrendous, bro. It's horrendous. All of your arguments I are like love, my asshole, man. I love Evangeline Lilly. And then just... just just look at the fucking hair, Paul. I don't know what's going on here. I don't know what she's trying to do, but Shirley Bassey is out, everyone. Don't do that here no more. It's cut. Bitch, it's please. Fuck. But maybe they'll pull through regardless. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> and this is why it's anticipated. But Wayne maybe. <laughs> arguing with himself over the stupidest shit. If that's not a metaphor for the entire show, I don't hey, Paul, know. Paul, I'm going to pull up a picture of it. And we'll just see who feels what about where. Okay, on crack Show me the hair. All right, motherfucker. Show me the hair. All right, here we go. And there you go, Paul. What the hell is going on there? This Look. is how you fuck everything up, people. <laughs> what I would normally suggest to you is this. The man on her arm is not worthy of her, and so they've had to try to kind of balance things out a little bit. Are you shitting me? But in this case, Paul Rudd. He's the handsomest fucking man ever. Paul Rudd is a handsome motherfucker. And in shit's bit of tears that he's older than I am. Right now. So much better looking. 
Dude, right now he's better looking than Evangeline Lilly. <laughs> so I'm being shit. You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm saying. Not a good look, but I'm sure he's going to wear a helmet for most of it. So who cares? I care, Paul. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Would have been hiring Wayne's list, but not for Evangeline Lilly's hair. <laughs> Wayne's number five is Ant-Man colon Quantumania. No, Ant-Man the Wasp colon Quantumania. That's right. Jesus. All right, <laughs> uh, my number four is a film not on Wayne's list. We're going to be doing it. Fucking strap yourself in, motherfucker. Evil Dead Rise! I'm not doing that yeah! shit. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Have you seen the trailer yet? No. Oh, Why would I see the trailer? No, we need to do it a, a Hang fucking on. live reaction for the patrons. Is Bruce Campbell in it? Nope. So what the fuck do you care? Because No Ash. No Ash. But this is set in the same world as the previous one, which you haven't seen. It's okay. They're not, there's no relation. There's no characters that carry over from the previous one. This is just moving the evil dead into the city. That sounds like a piece of shit. Right, well, <laughs> we're doing it. Patron live only feed. Wayne's reaction to Evil Dead Rise as directed by Lee Cronin who did a film which I didn't love, I've got to be honest. But it is, to be. Hey, wait, 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 it wait. is produced by Sam Raimi and I think Bruce Campbell might produce it on the film too. Wait, if I didn't see the previous one, why are we going to do this one? <laughs> Doesn't relate. Because fuck you. That's why. Because <laughs> the previous one was before the podcast started. That's why. I can't. Ten years ago. <laughs> Whatever. We'll see, ladies. Coming and soon to we'll a patron see. channel near you. We'll Wayne reacts to Evil we'll Dead see. Rise, the trailer, and then for all of you, Evil Dead, the actual. Look, what's more to say? This horror franchise through four films and three seasons. I haven't seen the third season because I refused to. Now I can because there's another film coming. Is the highest consistent horror entry franchise. Yes, it got more and more stupid, increasingly comedy, but there's nothing that has the Evil Dead name on it at least in terms of film or TV, that's bad at this point in time, which gives me so much hope for this film. We've had to wait 10 fucking years, I think it is, since Evil Dead. <laughs> I'm so excited. That trailer, I got hairs on the, on the back of my neck standing up in excitement. Can you tell me anything about this fucking show? So, road-weary Beth pays an overdue visit to her older sister Ellie, who is raising three kids on her own in a cramped LA apartment. But the sister's reunion is cut short by the discovery of a mysterious book deep in the bowels of Ellie's building, which gives rise to flesh-possessing demons and thrusts the sisters into a primal battle for survival as they're faced with the most nightmarish version of family imaginable. Sounds like foreskin. All right. Excellent. Let's just figure it Wayne out. Wayne is in. My number four, <laughs> Evil Dead Rise. False. Okay. Well, my number four is an actual film. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it is, of course, Paul. Indiana Jones and the Dial of nah. Destiny. Is it on your list? No. Come on, fucko. Just because the last one went. This is James Mangold, baby. James Mangold did fucking, the fucking what's Look, it called? The don't fucking talk bad about Last Crusade. Wolverine, Cracker. Wolverine. Don't talk bad about Last Crusade. Listen, great number film. four happened, Paul. Okay? <laughs> it happened. Crystal Skull happened. I watched it again the other day just to torture my... I mean, just to, just to kind of fill with it. You know what I'm saying? Asses, man. It's just that like that. film fucking sucks. I agree. It fucking blew dicks, but... I watched it again, and I'm thinking to myself, remember we were talking with Jason the other day, uh, last last episode, about how Steven Spielberg, he maintains, is no longer relevant as a director. Yes. I mean, if there's something you point to, it's that, right? I mean, like, he's just doing what George said, which is literally what he said. George writes it, then I direct it, and that's how it goes, okay? Mm -hmm. So look, that was a piece of shit, but he's out of it now, Paul. Imagine a world where you're now actually thinking, hey, thank God Steven Spielberg isn't directing. Look, that's I, where we're at now, I'm Paul. I'm stunned this is so high on your list, given that we, it's been, Wayne, you understand this, right? Mm. 35, 34 years since a good Indiana Jones film. I got 34 fucking years. You, the man. Who gets incensed by a young, life, very attractive, very fast-moving female throwing a punch at a big bloke 
and knocking him over. How the fuck is this film going to work for you? This is why I think James Mangold can make it happen. <laughs> because, one, it's not a woman. It's indie. <laughs> it's indie. Indie's not built like it's a woman. 97-year-old Harrison Ford. How old is he really? I think he's like 82 or something. He's shit. not 82. Oh, no, 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 look at this shit up. He's like 70, maybe. He's way older than 70, man. If he was 70, how old was he in Star Wars? 30. Maybe you not. understand that film was 40... Seven years ago. Uh, you're the one with the numbers, Paul. <laughs> he was born in 42. He's 81 years old Holy this year. Holy nipples. He looks so good. He sure is a movie star. So he shot this at, when he was 78, 79. All right. Well, you know, magic of the movies, Paul. Um, we, <laughs> But here's the thing, right? Like, You take my point, Wayne. But, 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 okay. All of that, fine. And it doesn't mean that they'll go, like, they don't have to be distasteful with it, with him kicking ass. Maybe it's about Indy. Because you got Sala back in here. Do you remember? Yeah, that, Sala's that, in that it. That gives me a As you know, excitement. he's the monarch does, of the sea, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he is. You know, and they're fighting, question. they're fighting Nazis this time, not fucking aliens. Oh, so, you know, we that. got something but, up in here. But, 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 like, yes, Sala's back, but, like, can you just imagine when he throws a punch, fucking Robert De Niro and the Irishman styles? This is what I'm thinking. I think they won't do that, okay? And that's why I'm not even lukewarm about Scorsese's new film. First of all, it'll be eight hours well, long. No, it's got Secondly, fucking, whatever. No, it doesn't have Robin Nero. It's got Leo in it. Eight hours, Paul. Um, so, yeah, okay. I mean, but that's it. Like, there's thin details on this one. But how can you really say, with a franchise like Indy, which, yes, the misstep, notwithstanding. That trailer did very little for me, I've got to be honest. I loved it, man. Wow. Because they were like, they looked really cool and they were in the fucking, you know, like the V, the parade shit. That was fucking cool, man. Mm. All right, I'm, I'm into it. So, I'm hoping it will. Whoa, 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 hold on. I'm sure it won't suck. I'm out. James Mungold is. We're doing it for the show. Of course we are. The only Indiana Jones film is going to come out in the life of this podcast. We will cover it, but uh, I. Uh, and I hope I hope I can listen back to this moment and go, oh my God, I was so wrong. And Me too. It was too. so right. Me too. But I'm not holding my breath. Well, we'll see. My number three is. Absolutely, 100% on your list. It's whether it's two, three, three, two, or one. I don't know which one it is. It's we'll one. find out. It's Mission Impossible. No, Mission Colon Impossible Dash Dead Reckoning something. No, Dickhead. It's one. Mission Impossible Colon Dead Reckoning. <laughs> no, Mission oh, Colon, colon Impossible, Impossible right, Dash Dead Reckoning something part one. Because you can't be Dead Reckoning part one. I guess it could be. Why not? Yeah, low. Yeah, okay, good. Couldn't be more low if you tried, but. Oh, fuck it, it's my number one, all right? Okay, hey, It's my number one, all right? Oh, hey, I hope my What one bigger film will open this year than this? Um, yeah, look, this is Nothing, a big, bro. big film, big this film. This is where it's at. But tell me, please. Let's be honest. The pedigree this, fil- this film franchise has built up since the abominably shit second one is pretty yeah. special. Oh, yeah. Three with J.J. Abrams, mm. really bringing it back in an intimate kind of personalized story and casting... Philip C. Hoffman as oh, yeah. the bad guy. What, what a the only sh- problem with three, genius. The only problem with three is that he shot it like Felicity. <laughs> Look, it's, it's it's small and it's intimate. The, the point is, like after the second one, which John Woo fucking No, tanked, he brought it back. He brought it back. He brought it back. And then the fourth one reset things and kind of like... Arguably fast, the best. Ghost Protocol was no, so good, like I shat my pants. Brad Bird. Like, kind of like Fast Five did for the for the Fast and Furious franchise. Agree, agree. And then... What's the next one? Ghost Protocol? No, Ghost Protocol was four. And then Sorry. Rogue Nation was Rogue five. Rogue Nation, five, which I think was as good as Ghost Protocol. A little bit, eh. But it was, it was setting great. the piece of place. And then we get Fallout. And Dude. Fallout 
blew my fucking mind how good that film was. Fallout was so good, I shat my pants and rubbed it on the chair. It was so, so fucking good. Awkward moment for all concerned. I know, no one was happy in the cinema owner. Uh, but Henry Cavill, he put Superman in there, and it was a clever thing because he, look, this guy's too goddamn pretty next to Tom. Let's give him a shit moustache, right? <laughs> and they did that. And the whole thing and worked. Ruined Warner Brothers in the process. Bro. Bro, bro, bro. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but like that, like that, for me, that number, that last one, the bathroom fight scene is just <laughs> Just those bathroom fight scenes. Everything. The You're cha- right, everything. Like there are so many amazing sequences. That is one of the best 4Ks I own. I adore the shit out of that movie. And I I, I was not lukewarm. That would be too, I, I was the three, three and a half star guy. But Mission Impossible fucking Fallout for me is, is one of the best action films that's been made in the last 20 years. So... We got the same team back. Yes, it was hampered by COVID and all the shit of it. Okay, that, all that did to my Tom mind was broke his fucking leg in the last one. to delay it, and they yeah. keep upping the ante in terms of ridiculousness of the stunts. So I am as enthused as all fuck. Got everybody back. I got to break it to you, Wayne. I don't think Rebecca Ferg's making it through this film. Now, this is what I that would... trailer is very heavy on the Hayley Atwell, and you can't have two of them at once. Let me ask. Oh God, let's talk about Hayley Atwell for a second, okay? This fucking you know Captain. Britain, whatever her name is, Peggy yep. fucking Carter. Yep. Such a trade down. I can't <laughs> believe it. This woman has a case of man face that I haven't seen in years. Okay? Whoa. No, no. She's straight up unattractive. Hey, okay? Whoa. And then you put her against what? Rebecca what? What? Ferguson? What? No. That's like... What the, what that's the like, hell? Are you, no. I believe, I believe... No! That Jesus. The much celebrated stunt where Tom Cruise... You know, off the ramp with the motorcycle <laughs> and plummet. That's the level that we're plummeting from Rebecca to Peggy. Okay, I thought you were going to say that's her try- him trying to get away from her. <laughs> hey, for all we know, that's it. For the record, Ethan Hunt has been Tom has been playing him for twenty seven years. Yeah. Okay. And oh, by the way, um, what's his name? Um, Henry Zerny. What's his? Uh, what's, He's back. Yeah. What's his name? Kittridge. Kittridge. Yes. What on? He's back. Uh, so it's all great. But I mean, I love. Um, look. Having said that, obviously it's my number, so number one. one. So tell, us, tell us why you're so enthused. Well, it's all of those things, really. But what I'm really intrigued at is, given they did an actual documentary, mini documentary they played before films on that stunt of him going off the fucking thing and whatever, that's part one, bitch! What are they going to do for part two? What can they possibly do for part Jeez, two? I hope they shot a lot of part two before, so we don't get three or four more years between that and that and this. We don't want it to become James Cameronized. Oh my God, yeah. No, that's big. So, um, yeah, part yeah. So I don't even know what's gonna go with part two, but I'm already shit my pants for part one. So this here is this is this is probably the best. This is the best Frank action franchise, man. Nope. This one right here. Nope. No, I'm because we got two. Two drags the whole fucking thing down like this lodestone around. Two is shit, but it was like the action was still good. No, the fight between him and no. fucking that dude, Grace Scott, that was no, all right. Come on, that bit. Fuck. Jesus, watch that bit where they leap their fucking motorbikes at each other again. Tell me that shit's good. <laughs> you know, the real problem was Tandy Newton. So, no, it's not. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, it's Tand away. Tand away. Newton. All right. So, yeah. Okay. But, uh, yes, please. Okay, so, yeah. So, that's your number three. That's my three. What's your three? My three is the Flash, son. Oh, no. Come no, on. No, no. Wait, wait, wait. Before all you freak out and pull shits his pants. I get it. You're not going to say because it's Ezra Miller and all their fucking Fuck issues. Fuck him. Her. They. They. Right? There. Yeah. We have. Ironically, fuck them. Wayne's Pantra. <laughs> Well, here's what's happened, Paul. Now, don't get me wrong. The time of the Snyderverse seems to have passed. All that shit. Seems to have. Okay, it's definitely passed. This thing has been hampered by probably more production problems and star problems and all that sort of... Not production, star. It can't possibly be good. It might reset things. I've heard stories that it actually is. Again, I don't know. Well, it's not been... They refuse to shelve it despite their star's huge issues. 
They refused to shelve it, Paul, because... Um, too much money. Too much money. They've already blown it, and Warner Brothers is already in the shit. This is the one thing they're releasing. Oh, we'll do things. This and Aquaflaps, right? So, Aquaflaps is not until December. Oh, is it? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's this year. Yeah. It's, I think it's basically Boxing Day or, or like Avatar this year. Okay, fine. So Last year, sorry. What I'm getting from this, and, and this is something that I really, really feel like, because remember, right at the end of this supposed thing, Michael Keaton... He's coming back in supposedly three movies. It was yeah, this one. Ifs. No, no, hang on, hang on. There was this one, which is supposed to be the big one, and then that Batgirl one that got cancelled, and then there was another one that he was, he's going to do like a Batman Beyond, which would have been fucking awesome, and he didn't do it. So he's like, man, fuck this industry. I was about to horn up on a comeback, and everyone fucked me in the asshole. That's one thing. I want to see how it shakes out, Paul. I want to see what they're trying to do here. We've got mm-hmm. Ben Affleck in this one, Billy Crudup, Supposedly Michael Keaton, according to the trailers, but who knows what they're doing now. Is there even a trial for this movie? Yeah. Oh, I've not watched Two it. years ago. <laughs> seriously? Yeah, when it was supposed to come out, right? Yeah, I'm not taking it seriously until I see a proper trailer. Well, they... Oh, no, there was a proper trailer, and they actually showed the bat, the uh, Batman's, like, Michael Keaton Batman's, like, the back of his head kind of thing, and the Batmobile, the 89 Batmobile. And, of course, Henry Cavill was supposed to be in it, but so reportedly... The theory is out. this re- results in Flashpoint, right? Which is a resetting of the DC... Yes. Universe, which therefore will allow Gunn and Saffron to steer things in the direction that they want to. That's why this is interesting, Paul. If Gunn and Saffron, who had no hand in this, actually managed to fucking... Well, it's all done beforehand. Yeah. So whatever they, decision was can, made, it was not based on their Maybe input. they're doing a little late change on this thing. It hasn't printed. It's still, still wet, man. It's plenty wet. of time. Plenty of time. So I'm saying that, what are they going to do? And I got to see it. So that's why it's my number three, man. Not politically. In general, I want to see what's going on. Okay. Uh, but yeah, let's go. All right. My number two is John Wick, colon, chapter four. I see. Well, my number two has to be on your list. Yeah, it has to be my number one. Has to be. Okay, so it's Spider-Man Across yes! the Spider-Verse. Yeah, man. The greatest animated film of all time. Easily. Bar none. Yeah. Not Toy Story, fucking Shrek. You can take your anything else you want to add in here and just jam it right up your ass because this film is where it's at. Dude, I was watching the trailer for this like today and I'm like, first of all, like you don't really, this trailer don't tell you shit. And I'm fine with no, that it's because perfect as yeah, a teaser trailer. They're still using the same jerky frame rate that I love. It looks like the first one, totally what I'm here for. It's the most beautiful, even if you don't think it's the greatest, it's the most beautiful animated film I've ever seen. And we I in terms I don't of the get how anyone couldn't like that movie. I just don't no, get no. it. If you like cinema, if you like being thrilled by the next level of technological advancement when it comes to the frontier of what is being presented to you in terms of entertainment. Spider-Man fucking Into the Spider-Verse is is it. It is that moment in time where we saw, we were witness to, like Toy Story in 1994 or 95, wherever it was. It is that thing again 20, almost five years later. Yeah. I've talked to grandparents who saw this film and were blown away. Like, I'm like, what? Spider-Man is one of the most popular comic book characters of all time. Grandparents, including like grandmothers who have never didn't give, ever give a shit about Spider-Man and just went this was a spectacle that I didn't expect mm-hmm. that's so the that's, word that's spectacle. how universal it spectacle. is here's the challenge then we had a spectacle we're expecting the same cannot live up to it and I I'm backing in on the basis of this trailer which I loved what they did with this trailer Dude. that whole mum talking to him yeah. back and forth and then we then we get into the action and it looks like other spider people are chasing him because I don't like what he's doing, and I'm like, oh, this is fucking it looks exciting. Like, it looks a little bit like Multiverse of Madness in like the the weird world yep. that he sort of goes into. But again, this is why it's so. This is like this art form is genius because it's even some of the actual frames are actually sort of on purpose, kind of poorly drawn. And I'm pretty sure it's only the first part. I think there's a second part 
10 or 11 months from after this. Really? So even though it's not on the official title I'm looking at now, Spider-Man colon across the Spider-Verse, I think there's another one after that. So The actual trailer for this is mostly shots from the previous film. That's how little they're telling you. That's what. That's what. Well, I was there, there was okay. enough. There was certainly enough there for me to be excited. The conversation with him as well was pretty much it. And then there was no, like, no, no. Then, and some then of those sh- shots where they're yeah, then chasing they show, sh- yeah, the chasing. The action right. was fucking. But there's a lot of previous film in here. So, like, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah. The next one after that in 2024 is called Spider-Man Beyond the Spider-Verse. So we've already got the next one coming. So it's not going to give you the answer. It's not going to be the end. It's not going to be thematically concluding. Don't care. The more of this shit I can see, as long no, as no, it can no. retain they even. Can- even a half of the quality of the first one's worth seeing at the cinema. They can keep making these forever, man. That's fine. So I'm yeah, so excited. That's why it's my number one. Number one, fantastic. Do you want to run through them? Yeah, let's run through them. My number ten, A Quiet Place: Colon Day One, Nine, Renfield Eight, June: Colon Part Two, Seven, Creed Three, Six, Scream. Sorry, Six, Scream Six. Hey, Five, Dungeons and Dragons: Colon Honor Among Thieves. Five, e- sorry, oh, fuck, what have I done? Five, that was on Dungeons and Dragons. Four, Evil Dead Rise. Three, Mission Impossible: Dash. Dead Reckoning Part 1. I missed the colon in there. Good. John Wick colon chapter 4 at number 2. And Spider-Man colon across the Spider-Verse. My number 1. Motherfucker, right. we know what your number 1 is. Run, run us through them. Good. Uh, 10. Three Musketeers. 9. Knights of the Zodiac. 8. Oh, Dungeons and Dragons. 7. John Wick 4. Uh, 6. Dungeons Go- and Dragons colon honor among on my dick. Thieves. Colon your flap. Guns of the Galaxy Vol. 3 is my number 6. Number 5 was Ant-Man and the Wasp. Quantumania. Number 4. Indy and the Dial of Destiny. Three, The Flash. Two, Spider-Man across the Spider-Verse. And number one was Mission Impossible. So what do we have? We had f- four. I was right. Four crossovers. More, surely. No, you're right. Four. Yeah. Okay. Go me. Hooray. All right. What any about any other honorable mentions? One. Yeah. You want to hear some funny shit? Yep. Okay. So me watching all the trailers, I'm like, ah, oh, that might be interesting. So here they are. I'm sure it'll be shit, but Transformers Rise of the no, Beast come on. had an interesting trailer. No. Right? Uh, Magic Mike's Last Dance. No. I've never seen the first two. She had uh, some hike in this one. It's looking great. Yeah, whatever. It's like Steven Soderbergh. It's not bad. It's not bad. Mm. Anyway, you know, I'll watch Shazam. I'll watch Shazam. Yeah. And, uh, we will. We will for the show, but yeah. And then there's this Nicolas Cage film called The Old Way, which is... I think it's already out. Is it? Yes, in some circles. <laughs> oh, is that so? Well, it's a, it's a Western where he's a killer. It looks like Unforgiven, but not. Uh, okay. Yeah. I got Barb- Barbie on my list. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm intrigued as to what that trailer was. We don't know hilarious. What trailer? There's fuck all. No, there's a teaser trailer out. Yeah, it tells you fuck all. I know, but that looked hilarious. Because who was in it? Who's the. Um, the so it's got. Um, play, it's, it's a play Ry- on fucking Rygos. Stanley Kubrick film, 2000 and whatever it is. Is it? 2001? <sighs> yes. Where they're, they're playing with. With bones and shit, and throw the bone in the air. They're throwing toys. Oh, <laughs> I didn't get that. <laughs> okay, yeah, no, I'll watch that shit. I did have Indiana Jones and Dial of Destiny. I did have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three, uh, Knights of the Flower Moon, or the, the Martin Scorsese new film. If you've got time to watch it, sure. <laughs> yeah, that's it. That's it for me. Fantastic. Well, let's hear about what you had to say about the topic at hand in the segment, which finishes off every show. It's called the Pop Ten. Talk about Talk about Pop 10 Kicking off this week's Pop 10 with Dan, aka Minahaka, who said here are his three most anticipated films. Number three, Renfield. Number two, Mission Impossible. Number one, Dungeons and Dragons. Right, Paul? <laughs> right, Dan. Word. Stephen Kroon at number three had Creed 3. Number two, Oppenheimer. So the new... I'm interested that you didn't knowledge. mention that. I know why I didn't put it on there. 
Uh, look, I'm, in, I'm intrigued. I'll watch it. But I'm still. not intrigued enough to put it in my top 10 most anticipated. Like, I just, it's not my kind of film. It's, it's dramatic, it's, it's historic, it's not action or thrillery sort of. But yeah. I will definitely see it and we'll definitely cover it for the it show. It looks like Dunkirk. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Number one, Bo is Afraid, Ari Aster's new film. I didn't see the trailer. The trailer is very interesting and probably would have been in my top 15, not my top 13. Okay. So, okay. yeah. Nice choices there, Stephen. Lee Allen Thomas had Guardians Volume 3, Indiana Jones 4. Excellent choice. And number one, Oppenheimer. Hmm. Didn't catch the Indiana Jones 4 when Good. <laughs> Moving on. Brad Hargis from the Simba Guys podcast had Across the Spider-Verse at three. Evil Dead Rise. Number two, number one, Cocaine Bear. We're seeing that soon, aren't we? We are seeing that very soon. out in about uh, a month. Give or take. Jamie Davies. And number three, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Number two, June part two. Number one, Barbie. <laughs> nice one. There we are. Smiley Samani, mate, to us said, Number three, Cocaine Bear, based on a true story. Number two, Renfield, Nicholas Cage's Dracula. Number one, Asteroid City, Wes Anderson's next masterpiece. I haven't even heard Never, of that. I hadn't heard a sniff of that. Whew. You need to get your own show, Smiley. Uh, Tammy Davis had number three, The Marvels. Okay. Yeah. That, actually, there is another. It's the third Marvel film. Oh, you're right. Yes. Yeah. That's the, yes. Well, originally I'll check on that. Captain Marvel number two, but then they, now they made a whole sort of family. Number two, Across the Spider-Verse. And number one, June 2. Very nice. Chris Yeeney, patron of the show, said The Pope's Exorcist. I think it's got Russell Crowe in it. It's a horror film. Uh-huh. Number two, Oppenheimer. Number one, Mission Impossible. What up? Very, very nice. So David Powell, friend to the show, Facebook listener, communion, uh, moderator, and now new co-host of the We Watch The Thing podcast with Ooh. B. Dizzle. Very nice. So to the show there. Go out, check out those two wonderful gentlemen over there. Number three from him, The Last Voyage of the Dement- Demeter. This is the dude who did a couple of films called The Autopsy of Jane Doe from memory. What fucking uh, hell shit is this? I've been a big fan of all these films so far. Keen to see what he does with this story drawn from within the pages of Dracula. So this is the story which is based on a captain's log chapter within the, within the novel Dracula where they all get eaten by Dracula who's on the voyage over from Europe, I guess, to the States. Really? Mm. Um, I heard a story. I'm not sure if this is the case, but Dracula is now, um, what do you call it when it's no longer public domain? Yeah. yeah. That and Sherlock Holmes just fell into public domain. Wow. So okay. Sherlock Holmes versus Alice Dracula, people. Land's already there. So yeah, you know, okay. That kind of shit. Number two, Bo was afraid. Asta, enough said. And number one, Infinity Pool. Keen to see what Cronenberg Jr. can deliver after his amazing debut with Possessor. And this looks fantastic. It's got to be better than his dad's shit. Ooh, <laughs> Cody Harler. Thank you, Cody, for this one. Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse, number two. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania, number one. John Wick 4, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Blam. Paul Tabone said, or Taboni said, Indiana Jones, number four. Skipping that. What are you talking about? There's no skipping anything. Number four. <laughs> number two, John Wick, chapter four. Bring it on. Number one, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning. How are we going to be surprised now? Most deaf. He asks. And then to wrap it up today, Wayne, your favorite, Kia Crow, so number three. John Wick, chapter four. Cool. Number two, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Number one, Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, part one. Instantly number one after seeing that behind-the-scenes video of T to the C. Kapow. Jumping a motorbike off a cliff, free-falling and parachuting down. The man is one crazy motherfucker, and we are all here for Hell it. to the yes. There we are. That's your feedback on the topic at hand. Thank you to everyone who got back to us. I'm sorry I couldn't get through it all. It's been an absolute pleasure. Wayne, how do the good folk get in touch with us with their feedback on the topic at hand? Once or you, indeed anything else. Sure. Once you bounce from thecountdownpodcast.com, Google for um, uh, The Countdown Podcast. You'll get all of our shit, like socials and whatnot, or send us an email at thecountdownpodcast at gmail.com. Ooh.
with that's a bingo. Follow us on Podbean. Shut up, Wayne. Off. Which is where we host the show. Check us out on Twitter at the Countdown at PC. Check out our Patreon page where we've got a whole bunch of extra content. And we're about to revamp shit on for the coming year, which it'll be a very entertaining way, I think. And uh, I think that's round about it today. Wayne, what's happening next week for episode 409? Uh, 409 involves us doing the best things that happen. the top 10 uplifting moments of 2022? Sure. How's that sound? Sounds better, yeah. Yeah. Uplifting moments. Yes. Again, we'll make it newsworthy. Let's go bump it up. Not just the moment that Wayne's cock got so hard. (laughs) (laughs) It was uplifting. (laughs) We managed to move the desk upon which we sit. (laughs) If only. Uh, uh, Yes, uplifting, top 10 uplifting moments of 2022. Excellent. That's our for topic for, for next week. And yeah, we look forward to bringing that one to you as well. Thank you so much for joining us today. We hope uh, we've got some films now on your radar that weren't on there before. My name is Paul. My name is Wayne. And this has been The Soundboard. Three fucking musketeers. Yeah, bitch. You idiot. Slash, slash, cut, cut. Parry. <laughs> we'll catch you next time. Yeah.